Hello and welcome to the Spell Sesh with Sage, episode 65. It is your host, Sajal, with you this Monday. I hope you're doing well. It is just a solo episode, so it's just me today. Um, no guest. Although I really do hope you've been enjoying the episodes with the guest. Uh, just recently, we had Charlotte Chenna on. And before that, we had My Ex, My Time. Uh, all really cool topics, all really cool guests. And I love having guests on because I love talking to people. I love getting to know their stories. But I also love doing solo episodes and today's episode is going to be a little bit of um, a little interesting, a little it's it's important as well. And I think that's a discussion to be had. And I guess that's why I have this podcast to talk about things that people um, put into my life. And I really want to talk about this that happened a couple of weeks ago. But before that, before we get into anything, let's do a little bit of the spill the tea segment. So. Gilmore Girls. I'm currently on season six of season seven. And then after that, there is still a year in the life kind of thing. So I I am watching this at lightning speed. I don't know what I'm doing all day, every day, just like every night I have to watch a at least one to two episodes of Gilmore Girls. But if you haven't watched it yet, please start so that you can binge it with me and understand how amazing this show is. Second thing. I started reading again and um, I downloaded this book. It's called After uh, on my Kindle. Now, actually, I think it's a really big franchise. But the thing is, I had never heard of it until one of my colleagues, uh, my ex-colleagues had posted on their Insta story like, oh, you know, you should really read this book if you're into um, like Twilight and like teen romance kind of thing. And honestly, it's been a hot minute since I've read any sort of teen no uh, romance novels. So I thought, okay, I'd give it a shot because the last book I was reading was literally called You Should Talk to Someone. It's about a therapist that has a therapist and was talking about her experience. And it was it was a good book, but I honestly not that great because I was only halfway through it. And I think I'm more of a fiction than a nonfiction girl. So I'm going to stick with my cheesy storylines. So anyway, the after movie and the after book. So I was reading this book and apparently they have five books in the series okay so i start reading it and it's basically your typical um innocent girl goes to school falls in love with the bad boy and it starts off like that right but honestly as the book went on the cheesiness of it all and the novel and the like the lack of originality in the storyline kind of wore off because it actually got quite addictive. Like I could not put that book down and especially when it was nearing the end, I literally like zoomed through the end and I will say it was a pretty good book. Like it definitely kept me on the edge of my seat. It was your cheesy story. But if you're into like stories like that and if you miss reading Twilight, you know, if you miss that kind of vibe, I would definitely recommend reading the book. Now, what I would not recommend is watching the movie. So... I'm sure you must have seen like on your YouTube recommended like trailers for After We Fell, which is I think the third series. Don't quote me. I'm not sure. I mean, the third book or movie of the series. So they out of five, I think two movies have been released and the third one is being released this year. Again, not very sure about this. But anyway, so I decided, oh, my God, like, you know, I feel like I'm back in, I don't even know, like 2013 um, reading freaking like Twilight and watching the movie right after reading Harry Potter and watching the movie after, you know. Not even 2013, actually way, way before that. 2009, 2008. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, So I felt like I was back in that era. So I was like, okay, great. I finished the first book and I loved it. So I was going to watch the movie. And in the movie, it was, um, what's her name? Catherine Langford that was starring in the movie. Who is Josephine... No, sorry. 
Oops, wrong. Catherine Langford is Hannah Baker from 13 Reasons Why. Josephine Langford is her sister that was starring in this movie. Now, can I just say, this girl is drop-dead gorgeous. Both of them, both sisters are beautiful. But Josephine Langford has this, like... I just could not stop staring at her. She's so gorgeous. It does not make sense. But then again, it's a movie, a teen romance. Obviously, it has to make sense. So, okay, fine. She was cast for the show, uh, for the movie. And I thought, okay, fine. They casted her well, like, based on the character. And, eh, like, could have done more innocent. Like, not that beautiful, that stunning. But fine, whatever. I'll deal with it. It is the guy. I don't know what his name is. But he does not look anything like what the character made him out to be like they basically found some guy with a phony british accent and stuck on some fake tattoos on him and called him a bad boy and it was so bad like when i say the movie was horrendous it was horrendous i it literally took out the entire plot of the book like in the movie this is not a spoiler or anything like in the movie they just fell in love in like two minutes literally two minutes the movie was maybe like uh one and a half hours or something the first two minutes the first half of the book was put in that two minutes like in the book it really builds up the two characters it explains why the two characters are the way they are and the way like Harden, which is the guy how toxic he is and why he's that way and no not condemning i'm not condoning his behavior in any sense but i'm just saying that in the book it explained so much and there was so much toxicity and there was so much anger and rage and literally in the movie they portrayed him to be this perfect bad boy glamorizing and oh my god it was so bad like i was genuinely devastated at how bad this movie was point of this rant is um read the book watch the movie for movie for a laugh but read the book like it's actually a really really good book and uh, i could go on and on about how this movie sucked but will i be watching the rest of the movies and will i be reading the rest of the books in the series hell yes obviously Alright, so that was a long intro just honestly because I have been procrastinating film, uh, not filming, uh, recording this episode just because of the nature of the episode and um, made me very uncomfortable what had happened and I actually didn't post anything about it on social media because I didn't want to draw attention to it which is a little bit contradictory to me making an entire podcast episode about it but I felt like with making a podcast episode i could really touch in on the points i wanted to talk about and why this is so disturbing and also like have a discussion with people rather than posting on my insta stories like oh this person made an account blah 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 like please block and all that i mean i definitely did reach out to like a lot of people but i didn't make it public like that this was going on anyway let's just get into the whole story so this whole episode is basically about stalking and harassment on social media now hello hi my name is sejal i have been on social media for years um i created my first instagram account when i was 15 years old and i posted a photo of me and my drama senior and another one of my friends and with e with the instagram filter and i think I God knows what caption and I had like 10 likes on it which and at the time it meant that you were the most popular kid in school I'm joking but anyway um yeah and a couple of years ago I decided to make my account public because I really wanted to create content and that meant YouTube videos actually even before that I wanted to create makeup videos which was how I started really this whole content creator journey of mine and 
uh, I was posting makeup videos. And for me to get traction on my makeup videos, I had to make my account public. So that's what I did. Since then, I have endured the consequences of making my account public and also i have celebrated the victories of doing so with you know me starting this podcast me really working hard on my youtube channel me getting opportunities to work with brands me having a really cool uh side hustle that i'm doing all of these things have come with making my account public have come from choosing to go down this content created journey that being said a lot of very annoying sickening things have come with it as well now the whole topic of discussion is well if you signed up to be a content creator aka influencer if you are the one who decided to put your account as public shouldn't you expect it fair question and that's what we're here to discuss today but before we go into that whole debate i just want to tell you what happened exactly so uh i'm sure you've heard of the app called telenim if you haven't it's basically a platform where people can send you anonymous questions and you answer them now the only reason i created one was for my podcast because i discuss some sensitive topics and i understand that sometimes people want to maintain their privacy and honestly it's been a really great tool for me to really interact with people and for them to send in their questions without feeling like judged or in any form and people really send in really wonderful and very raw and amazing stories on my telenum which oh my god can you hear my dog i don't know if they can hear my dog but I, she's barking. Anyway. Um, and that's why Telenim has been working really well in that sense where I can really connect with my podcast listeners and I can have them really be honest and send in what they really want to send in and I can relay it on the podcast. Now, before Telenim existed, there was AskFM. And before AskFM existed, there was Formspring. Oh my God, my dog. Hold on. okay my dog is safely in my room anyway where was that yep so there was form spring now i was not of the generation of form spring but i was the generation of ask fm now my homies if you're listening to this you know <laughs> what ask fm was it was terrible um but at the time when i was back in jc yes so actually um if you haven't listened to my episode of why i dropped out of jc and how that made me the person i am today you should really listen to it it's on my podcast but uh, i was in jc before i went to poly but anyway so in jc i had this ask fm account now at the time i was definitely i don't want to toot my own horn and i really am not coming across as like bitchy in any sense but at the time i definitely had a lot of eyes on me I don't know why I looked like a potato, but I guess like horny boys came out of secondary school and then they came to JC and then like one out of a few Indian girls and then they like have all their eyes on me. You know what I mean? Okay, so um, yeah, and I would always hang out with these two, no, these three boys uh, and one girl who actually to deal today, they are my best friends and and they are the best things that happened to me in JC, this friend group I made. Um, they are friends for life, my brothers and sisters for life. Now, at the time, obviously, we were so young. We were 17, okay? So, um, when a girl is seen hanging out with, like, two to three boys, she gets labeled as, you know, many, many things. And um, especially with my reputation of a lot of guys hitting on me or approaching me or whatsoever having crushes on me whatever and i really know i come across very very bitchy right not trust me I i'm not okay like it just i'm just explaining to you the context which is what i'm about to tell you 
and all of that, right? Um, I used to get so many questions on my Ask FM about these boys and my relationship status because at the time I was secretly dating one of my very good friends. <laughs> so that's a whole other story. And we're all we're all friends. Like now it's just we laugh at it uh, looking back. But anyway, I would get questions left and right about these boys that who are literally my friends. And I had never had a boyfriend. So I was literally the most innocent person on the planet. But they would ask me these really, really like riveting journalistic questions about my love life. And I was just like, yo, what on earth? And honestly, if I find my Ask FM, which I really don't want to, it's so cringy. Um, that was the era of using colon and a capital D as a smiley face. So need I say more? I don't think so. Anyway, um... I actually had to disable my Ask FM account because it got too much. And there was a certain question that I remembered that caused me to disable my Ask FM account. And that was basically this anonymous person calling me a slut for hanging out with many boys. And because of the quote unquote reputation that I had, and I don't know, okay. Um, imagine at 17 being called a slut by an anonymous person because I had guy friends. Now, that in itself is so problematic because one, why can't a girl have guy friends? Two, why can't guys just view girls as platonic? Uh, why must they make everything romantic? Three, why can't people around them just realize that no one gives a shit and just mind their own business? But no, Circle back to like 2014, 2015, love lives were all the rage. And it still is now, actually, if you go back to school, like I'm, I'm sure it's, it's, I don't know whether like six years ago, like, you know, or six years now, like it's similar, but that is what it was back in the day. And um, I remember sitting at home and reading that question and I felt so ashamed of myself. For what? Like for what? 17-year-old girl felt ashamed for having guy friends and felt like the whole school thought she was a slut when she was 17 and probably the most sexually innocent girl you would ever meet. Like, I didn't know anything. I hadn't done anything, like nothing, okay? And that's when I disabled my Ask FM account and never looked back um, on anonymous questions, kind of asking platforms again. And looking back, I'm very glad that I did that. And obviously, six years later, I'm a very different person. Uh, if someone called me a slut now, I'll be like, right back at you. <laughs> like, it's not an insult, you know. Like, um, if people could just rearrange that word and the context and the meaning, they realize it's not an insult. Uh, let a woman do whatever she wants, sleep with whoever men, whoever she wants, however many men she wants. It doesn't matter, period. But yeah, six years ago, as a 17-year-old, it was a very, very big not insult, but very big shock to me that someone would view me in that light. So anyway, uh, that is the whole problem with anonymous um, platforms where people can just say whatever they want to say because, well, there's no consequences. No one knows who you are unless you accidentally let your account name be shown, which I think I had done before when I had left a question on someone's uh, page. Probably like, oh, um, what's your like type <laughs> probably on like my crushes page at the time I don't know uh, and that was very very embarrassing but anyway this was my 
experience with Ask FM. Now, fast forward six years later, I'm on Telenim again. Uh, Telenim was this like really in thing maybe last year, especially during COVID. I would see a lot of like uh, teenagers using it, especially like maybe like people in their late teens. Not really. I didn't really see people my age using it, but I saw a lot of people in their like 1920s uh, using Telenim. And I thought it was really cool. Like I was like, oh my God, this is the new version of Ask FM. And I was like, oh God, never again. Right. So fast forward to now. On my podcast, I explained why I made the account and everything. And honestly, it's been great. Uh, until, <sighs> until I would say maybe two weeks ago. Now, the thing with Telenim that is different from Ask FM, or actually, I don't remember, maybe Ask FM did this as well. I'm pretty sure that some of the questions are asked by a bot just for you to continue to use the account. Um, because then when you use the account, you'll get like a notification like, oh, this person is posting answers. And then that would encourage other people to send in questions. Um, and the questions that the bot sends are very generic, like, what's your favorite candy? Or do you believe in love? Or I don't know, very, very generic stuff. Like people, questions that, random people would not ask you like definitely it's a bot so sometimes i would get questions about my personal life and i would choose really not to reply just i mean it was, it was nothing um it, nothing crazy or anything i just wanted to really strictly use the account for my podcast and then um as time went on like as the year went on I started to get more questions and sometimes I would choose to reply even if it had nothing to do with the podcast, especially recently. I don't know why. I just got an influx of questions, which is what, which is where the whole story begins. So suddenly I started getting like an influx of questions and it sounded like a girl, um, which makes it even creepier if you think about it because these stalkers literally can harness the mindset of the person you hope is sending you these questions, which it just, just let it sink in. So I get all these questions. Let me just open up the app right now, actually, to see what were the questions I was getting so I could just put it into context for you. And then that, and then how I realized that it was the same person. All right. Let's see. All right. So 22 days ago, I get this question on advice on what to do if your crush doesn't like you back. So I thought this was a girl. Even if it's a guy, like, I just thought it was a very harmless question. So, and it doesn't sound like a bot because you are was spelt as your uh so i knew that this wasn't about this is an actual person so i was like hey okay like this is what i do i, I told them my mute archive delete uh <laughs> rule and whatever uh then i started getting questions like hi how are you okay so this is where everything began this was 22 days ago and this person said, hi, how are you? So I said, not doing great, but hanging in there. I mean, I'm just honest. Like if someone asks you, hi, how are you? You know, you can always reply like, oh, um, I'm doing fine. Like, how are you? You know, it's the truth. But I guess because of my whole brand of being like really honest and raw, especially my podcast, I decided to just be honest. Nothing big, right? Nothing, nothing like out of the blue at all at this point. So yeah, I say not doing great, but hanging in there. Heart shape. Um, let's see. Then I think after that, okay, so I get more questions sounding like something else. Okay, whatever. Then this person is the same person. And I'll tell you why it's the same person. This person says, why? What happened, dear? Don't mind sharing. And they spell what as W-A-D. And this was the first sign I'll, that you need to remember because I'm going to explain why it means something later. Anyway, so this person says, and usually when someone says dear, it sounds like 
to me an older woman or like even a friend like a lot of my friends we call each other dear or babe or whatever right so i didn't think it was a guy and i think that could be just me being naive i don't know um and i'll tell you how i found out it was a guy sorry i keep alluding to like things but you just hang with me in this uh story Okay, so this person said, why? What happened, dear? What as in W-A-D? Don't mind sharing. And I said, oh, thank you for asking. Mentally, I've not been so great. So just keeping myself busy. Again, honest. And then literally like, so all these questions, like this conversation I was having with this person was coming in like a minute. Okay, and that's when I was realizing that's a bit strange. Maybe strange not the question, just like, oh, okay. Like this person is literally waiting for my reply. So then I started thinking that it wasn't a girl because I feel like if it was a girl, you could tell. And then this is when I was starting to be like, I don't think this is a girl. Anyway, so the person said, OMG, I see. I hope God ease all difficult affairs and make life smooth and sweeter soon for you with abundance of happiness. Cheer up, beautiful. You're doing very well. Keep going. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And I put like the crying emoji and heart shape. Then I started getting questions. Are you in a relationship? I say, No. And then there was another question, are you working currently? And I said, oh, I was, but I'm going back to my final year. And with that question, the reply is, wait for it, I see, what course, W-A-D. So this is already a telltale sign that it was the same person. And I was like, ah, uh, okay. So I said communications, advertising and PR. And this is when I started like putting less emotion in. And then the question comes. Just a casual question, yeah. Would you mind dating a 22-year-old Indian Muslim? So this is when I knew that, okay, this is a guy. The same the same guy has been asking me all these different questions. And I was like, ah, shit, okay. But again, could be a, just a harmless guy, you know. what? Like, it could be just someone who genuinely, like, is a nice person and wants to, like, shoot a shot, which I admire and I appreciate and I'm very flattered by that. And I said, no, well, I'm not looking to date right now at all, actually. I've been really enjoying my time single and working on myself. But thank you for asking. Um... Then that person said, this is all a conversation. It's all on my telegram. You can see it right there. And I'm, these are all the questions that I answered to. After a minute, I'll get into the questions which I didn't answer. And that's when the harassment started. So anyway, this person, still public, you can see this on my telegram, says, no problem. That's great. Were there any guys who opened up to you before? Uh, I said, of course, and vice versa as well. But no, not looking for it right now. And then this person says, Sejal, do you know something? And this is when I started to get annoyed because I don't like... When someone uses your first name, it's a little bit intimidating. And also, I felt like I was on a dating app, you know. And I just... And I don't know why. At this point, I could have stopped replying. That I, I agree. I should have stopped replying. But again, I didn't think it was anything. <sighs> okay, so... I said, haha, I'm guessing you're gonna tell me. And... Then I get a question saying, can we be friends? And again, I think it's a girl. I don't know why. I thought this was completely different. So I was like, hey, HMU. Now, this is when it gets a little weird. So this is when after I said, can we be friends? And I replied, HMU, heart shape. I got a lot more questions, but I didn't reply because I realized that can we be friends is from the same guy. And let me tell you how I know. And again, I... When someone says, can we be friends? I really thought it was a girl. Like, I don't know why. I just thought it was a girl. Okay. Okay. This person kept asking, what does that mean? And literally, still spelling what as W-A-D. And continually asked, what is H-M-U? Again, spelling it as W-A-D. And then after that saying, you mean hit me up? So it's literally the same person. Like, I probably will show you this on my 
um, Instagram at Spilsesh with Sage. It's the same person. And then is the person that called me dear is the same guy because there was another question that I didn't answer. This is when I stopped answering because it was getting creepy. So um, for all of you who are judging me out there, yes, I did stop answering. Anyway, so this guy says, don't mention it, dear. What's your age? Like, bro, this is when it was getting creepy. So I stopped replying. And then literally like a few seconds after, what is your age? Again, spelled W-A-D. Then again, yes, haha, before that, may I know your age? Do you speak Tamil? Then this is when it gets very creepy. <clears throat> this is something, again, these are all questions I have not replied, okay? These are all in my private, like, tells that I get. So this person says, let me make a guess, you're 24. Sejal, do you know that both your parents are extremely blessed to have given birth to a beautiful soul like you? Their previous adorable girl is definitely going far in life and make them proud. If there are any evil entities within the premises in your house, I pray that the Almighty vanishes them in the air without causing harm or disturbance to you and your family. Your extremely blessed soul with a beautiful family. May God bless all of you. Dear, good night and sleep well. Tell me that isn't creepy. That's so creepy. And you know what? I don't care about what anyone thinks right now. Like, in my shoes, if you are getting her, like, if you are getting sent question after question, a minute after minute, every single day for a continuous week, and it was like this for people, it's praying for you. Like, girl, what? What? Okay. Then, this was a, this is a public telonym because I actually replied because I was getting very annoyed. So this person said, wow, I say this, you didn't reply. And this is when I lost it because I knew it was the same person. So this is when I sent a reply. And you can see this on my telonym. And it's and I said, because you're spamming me and I can tell it's the same person. I reply to questions. I choose to answer. And when I sense it's getting too much, I stop. Fair, right? Nice, right? Okay. Then I get more questions. Okay. Like, do you stalk before your first day? Do you think people can change? Very generic. And the, like, do you think people can change usually sounds like a bot. So I was like, oh, I do. Okay, now before we get on to the more public, the last telonym, which basically spears everything that you can see on my public account, I'm going to go to the, my back to my private tells and tell you what he sent me. Okay, so after I told him that, hey, like, uh, I don't have to reply to you. <laughs> so this person saying, so this person replied, Yes, it's totally up to you to answer. But just a heads up that I don't mean to spam ya. I'm someone who loves spreading positive vibes. And earlier on, you said that not really great. So I just wanted to cheer you up. Adding on like seven smiley faces after that. Creepy. Did not reply. Next question. Any advice on meeting someone if you're single? Did not reply. Because I can tell it's the same person. And then the whole thing about what is HMU. And he still uh, typing what as w-a-d and then why do people stay in toxic relationships plans in the future and then someone says you getting a bunch of tells ever think you would get yourself a haircut how much time do you spend with friends should all people be treated the same oh my god like again this could be a few of like people who are not the same person and if it's you like i'm so sorry please please um like if it was you and me not this creepy ass guy i'm so sorry but at this point I was getting spammed by this guy. So I thought every tell was being sent by him. And I was just very, very paranoid at this point. So I didn't reply to anything. And then... Then the telonym, which is on my public account. Which is the last telonym that I answered. And I'm going to read it to you. <clears throat> Hi. 
can see that you're discussing about topics on your Instagram. Could I DM you to suggest something that you could voice out, preach, or suggest? Now, this is something that I get very common. Uh, it's a very common telling that I get and DMs that I get. And I am always open to people wanting to discuss things on my podcast. So without thinking, I really genuinely did not think it was that guy. I really thought it was one of my listeners who wants to connect. And I said, hi, please do. You can DM me at SageLXX or The Spill Sesh with Sage. Two seconds later, I get a DM from a guy. Now, I'm not going to say his name, um, but basically it is him. This is the person that is definitely the person who was behind all these telonyms and all the harassment okay so he says hi sejal how are you this is my instagram dm now the minute actually i saw that it was a guy who dm me i was like shit i think this is the same person and that's when i started putting the dots together and i could block him immediately but i was like hey, maybe this is really like actually not the same person so i decided to give it the benefit of doubt and i'm always open to discussing things for my podcast as i said okay now this is where he sends me a long message and right after that, I block him and you're going to find out why. Okay, so basically I feel more or less, this is what he says by the way, blah, 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 blah. And he spells, in a very long message, I'm not even going to go through it because it doesn't make any sense. And he spells what? As W-A-D. And that is when I block him immediately. I blocked him on my main account. I blocked him on my podcast account. I got so freaked out. I was like, oh my god this is the same freaking guy so right after i block him i go back to my telling him and i get people or rather him sending me things and this is what he sent me and this is like just okay just listen okay so first he says done to sage like sex because i wasn't replying immediately because i was a little freaked out because it was a guy and i was like what if it's the same guy and it was now, right after I blocked him, he says, Why did you block me? I'm honestly taken aback. I guess it wasn't too sensitive. Yeah. Same person. He's the way... Okay, first of all, if you're going to act like someone else, at least change your typing, right? Like, literally, his typing is exactly the same. Then after that, he said, Mind if you could unblock me and clear the air through DM, but it's totally up to you. Take care and stay safe. Now, at this point, I'm not replying at all. And I wish there was a way to block someone on Telenim, but of course, you can't because it's anonymous. And then your hobbies then okay this is the creepy part he says i feel so offended sejal i'm extremely proud and honored for who you are and what w-a-d what you have grown up to be but why this then the next one hi then the next one say something special about you and that's about it so that was my experience with this guy harassing me on telenet oh my god what the fuck <laughs> sorry i just had to now i'm laughing about it but three weeks ago i was shitting my pants okay this was scary this was the first time i think i've ever had anything like this now don't get me wrong i get like dms on the daily i block people on the daily always creepy men i i literally have like you should see my block list it is like two thousand people honestly at this point i'm blocking people left and right day and day but because of telling him this person still had an outlet to contact me and it was so creepy like and also like just a tip for those people who are getting harassed on like social media you can definitely tell if it's the same person by the way they type and this person had a very specific way of typing and you know what i'll give it to him he acted like three four different people and it was the same person the whole 
time. Can you imagine how like scared I was at that point? And it was the part where I got scared, to be very honest. Like, yes, at first I was like, okay, this is just a random stalk or whatever. The part where I got scared was when he was like angry that I blocked him. And you could tell, like, he's disappointed in me, whatever. That is like, can you imagine, like, a stranger saying that to you? And right before that, he's praying for you. Like, what the... It's so scary. And I was just like, um, what? Now, I thought that, okay, this person has stopped harassing me. He's forgot about it. Great. Literally a few hours after this, the same day when all of this went down, I get a DM from someone saying, hey, I see this account and I think it's someone impersonating you. And I was just like, what? Now this guy uh, who sent me the DM, completely innocent. Thank you, by the way. You are a lifesaver. Thank you so much. Shout out to you, my friend, because if you did not send it to me, I would not have reported it and it would not have gone and taken down. So yeah, he sends me this message and I was like, what the hell is going on now at one point i'm like oh my god am i that famous like someone is making an impersonation of me and i'm like haha he he whatever and then i look at the account it is literally the most sickening disgusting account i have seen and it is sexualizing me left and right and i felt like throwing up i felt like throwing up i felt like throwing my phone i felt like deleting all my social media accounts because when i tell you the comments on those posts were so disturbing. And the scary part is the caption was using lingo that I usually use, like bish, B-I-S-H. That's what I call my friends. Maybe they must have seen it for one of my captions. I don't know. And like they were posting photos and it was an active account. That's the scariest part. It was not like one or two posts. There were like a number of posts on this account. So this account has been out for quite a while. And thank God to that guy who saw this account. I don't know how you saw it, but thank you so much for bringing it to my attention. Now, when I see the account, I am, I'm already freaked out from this guy who is upset that I blocked him. And you know, you may think I sound dramatic, but honestly, this world is so full of creeps and scary people. Like, oh, who knows? He could have stalked me and God knows what could have happened. Thank God I'm safe. And like, I'm, I am very, very grateful that I'm safe. And nothing has happened. Touch wood. But I got very scared. And then right after that, this this impersonation, is it the same person? Till today, I don't know if it was the same person. I really... it A part of me... It, well, on one hand, if it's a, the same person, well, it's better because it's only one person I have to deal with. But if it's two people, it's also a good thing because then that guy is not as creepy as I thought he was. But I don't know. This whole situation was just messing with my head. I was so down I, my mental health was so bad when i saw this account because just imagine first of all someone impersonating you okay whatever the comments on those photos guys is what really really threw me off it was men men saying that saying horrendous things about me okay like horrendously sexual things about me i don't want to say what they said because it was so disgusting and i was just sitting there reading these comments looking at these men who are literally probably jerking off to photos of me on the internet. And I was horrified. I was crying in bed. I was so shaken up by this. And the worst part was the hashtags on this account was like Indian baby girl or like sexy babe, stuff like that. So obviously it's attracting that kind of men. Oh my God. So I freak out. I immediately, immediately sent to like, everyone in my dms like anyone like that i had replied to or was having a conversation i just said hey 
there is this account. Can you please report it? Because that's the only thing I thought of I could do. Please help me report it. And, you know, hopefully this account gets taken down because the comments are very disgusting. So that's what I do. Now, could I have put it on my public story and gotten way more people to help? Yes. But I chose not to do that because, honestly, I was scared. I was scared to bring attention to myself. I was scared of really anything at this point because of this guy who was harassing me and like scaring the shit out of me and then now this person is impersonating me and using my photos and sexualizing me and getting men to comment disgusting stuff so both of this on my head at the same time I was shit scared now I've never experienced anything like this and I didn't know what to do so I didn't want to bring more attention to it and honestly I didn't want to scare my family I didn't want to scare anyone I really wanted to handle this on my own first and unless the situation got out of hand that was when i was going to like post it on my story let my parents know and everything now thank god long story short i managed to get the account taken down within 12 hours so that night um thank you i just want to thank everyone if you're listening um i know like i must have randomly dm'd you must have gotten the shock if you saw my message because we don't talk at all but really like i just chose like like a good 20 30 people from my dms and i was just like hey please please report it could be someone i don't even talk to but if you help me report that account I just want to like say thank you from the bottom of my heart because you don't know how it was affecting me and I genuinely, genuinely, it is thanks to you that account got taken down. Now, when I reached out to these random people, not random, but like people I don't talk to on a daily basis, they were just in my DMs. They just happened to be there. Maybe they replied to one of my stories. I replied to one of their stories. A lot of girls actually reached out and they were like so concerned and they were like, oh my God, babe, are you okay? And I felt so validated at that point because, you know, I could be seen as being dramatic. And honestly, through this podcast, I could still be seen as being dramatic. And frankly, I don't care. Because let me tell you, that was a terrifying experience. And I just felt very, very validated that girls were selling me. And not just girls, actually guys as well. They were asking me if I was okay. And I really, really appreciated that. Because at least I'm not the only one who understands the severity of the situation. Especially when they looked at the account. And they looked at the comments. And I think that's another reason why I didn't want to post it on my public story. Because the comments were so vile. I was embarrassed. Um, I was embarrassed that my photos were being used. I was embarrassed that people were talking about me that way. And I was embarrassed because, well, I put those photos up on the internet in the first place, didn't I? So I was just scared. I reported it. All these bunch of people reported it. God send seriously all of you who reported it. And thankfully, by the afternoon the next day, the account got taken down. And I could breathe. So once this extremely scary situation was over, I thought to myself, holy shit, what just happened? And I was talking to a couple of people about it. Now, this was a good like two to three weeks ago, which is why I waited to talk about it on the podcast because I wanted to be in the right frame of mind to have this discussion. I didn't want to be fresh off this whole incident. Um, I wanted to be able to talk about this in a calm, collected manner, although you can, I think, sense a little bit of the fear and the frustration and I don't know, just everything in my voice. I know you can tell, but again, this podcast is raw and authentic, so you get it. <laughs> what? Uh, so you get what you ask for, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, it got me thinking. And I was actually talking to a few people about it, and I got a few different responses. Number one, if I'm a content creator, and if I made my account public, shouldn't I expect this? Number two, if I post bikini photos, shouldn't I expect this? Number three, should I stop posting bikini photos altogether? Should I make my account pub private? Will that stop it? Will that stop 
will that stop men from sexualizing me and jerking off to my pictures and commenting vile things on my pictures of what they want to do to me and my body i don't know so i was very shaken up by this and i decided to turn it to instagram when i you know when all of this happened like now recently only before this podcast episode it's been a few weeks and i really want to share the responses here with you because i think it's a very interesting conversation and i got quite varied responses which i appreciate as well i really appreciate the honesty no one is being judged here i just want to let that be known before i read the responses let me just give you my two cents it's hard okay it's hard because i see where people are coming from when you're like but and they may say it in the most innocent non-malicious way but like babe you know um well you're posting sexy photos of yourself so the internet's a free place people can screenshot it and people can repost it well yeah i'm aware of it but does that make it right i don't know can i control every evil guy in the world i don't know i can't and that's very scary and is this something is this something that i should be okay with well no to me it's like i always say this analogy and i also said it in the episode with sharul chana if i'm running down naked by the street it still doesn't give someone the right to exploit me and touch me so if you apply that same concept here if i'm posting bikini photos of myself on instagram because i feel like i look good in it and i feel confident about my body and i feel like i don't want to photoshop my body i want my body to be real i want to i want other women to see that hey i have stretch marks i have cellulite i am thick whatever for those reasons and honestly i look good and i feel good does that give the right to people to sexualize it that's the question and to be very honest i don't have an answer in my head obviously no that doesn't give them the right to do shit why why should they the people who are sexualizing things that shouldn't be sexualized they are jerks they should go to hell breastfeeding in public it's not a sexual thing yet men are afraid to see a boob in public but no when you're in the bedroom all they want are the boobs right it's ridiculous like it's just absolutely ridiculous now coming back to this i was like really really thinking long and hard about this And my final thing I think is just post whatever the fuck you want. If anyone is going to sexualize you, that's on them. But that being said, you me you as in me, I'm talking to myself, you cannot cry every time someone does because you are putting it out there. You can't control the vile people out there. You can't control the horrendous men and women out there who will do horrible things to you. But you can own it. You can own your body. You can own your life. And let me tell you, it's easier said than done. It is very, very much easier said than done. Like even now, sitting in this chair, I'm like, fuck. Like that was hard. Reading those comments and digesting what people thought of me was extremely freaking hard. But yeah, very honestly, I don't know. I really don't know what to say about this. Um I'm trying to make two cents. My I'm trying to give my two cents. I'm trying to make sense out of all of this, but honestly, I really don't know. So let me let's get into the responses because I think that would be able to facilitate a conversation better. All right. The first question I put up was, have you been harassed on anonymous platforms like Ask.fm or Telenim? 67% said yes, 33% said no. And I asked, what were your experiences? So these were the responses. <clears throat> Hate questions. Terrible. The bullying and harassment was just so painful. Someone else said, 
Lol, remember you used to receive hate about me on your Ask FM. Oh my god, did I? I don't even remember. And I'm so sorry you used to... Oh, that's horrible. Kids are mean. Literally, kids are so mean. Okay, the next one was... People would ask me really inappropriate questions and it made me feel gross. I'm so sorry you had to experience that. I really am. Because especially because you're so young. Um, ugh, I'm so sorry. Okay, so this is someone that sent me a thread of messages. I'm going to read them. Yes, I remember someone just constantly leaving compliments and apparently... Okay, so this person DM'd me. Let me open the DM. Okay. So she says, I'm just going to type my experience here. Haha. <laughs> so she's in my DMs. Okay. So this girl says, <sighs> he would leave messages on my Ask FM daily and apparently he was someone from school. So I was like, what? And he's saying things like, I saw you wearing XXX or I saw you at XXX today and I felt so watched. Like you literally don't even know who this is. But he's stalking you and he doesn't want to say who he is. And like someone else was telling this guy to reveal who the fuck he is. And till this day, I don't know who Anon is who is lol oh my god the term anon is so triggering <laughs> that was a thing in an and ask fm like people we used to like call each other anon okay anyway continuing on with her story and they were bickering on my ask fm and eventually he told me who he was and this happened in poly year one i was so freaked out i stopped using ask fm after okay but like i don't know if that counts as harassment okay I really want to touch on that as well. Okay, but I don't know whether that counts as harassment. That is the exact same sentiment that I had when I was going through this whole thing with Telenim. Does that count as harassment? Open to discussion. I think it does. Because this person is very... And especially for you, this person was actually stalking you, like in person. And I cannot imagine how scary that was. And in your case, he was harassing you on social media, constantly sending you questions... In my case, this person was as well. So yes, I think that would count as harassment. I think harassment is a very broad word and I understand there are very many branches of it and we should really take those seriously as well. Like the sexual harassment. There are all of those things as well. Now, this I think is harassment in itself and I don't want to start labeling on what it is and what it isn't because I'm not professional in the professional capacity to do that. But in my opinion just as a woman and as someone who just went through this yes i do think it was harassment and i am so sorry you had to go through that especially when you were so young dude that means poly year one you found out that means you were in secondary school before that can you imagine things like this are happening i just want to thank you so much for sending in your experiences then i ask and I put screenshots of this account that impersonated me because this was the second part of my story. I said, have you ever been impersonated on social media? 43% said yes. And in numbers, that's 20 people who said yes. That's a lot of people. And 57% said no. And then I asked, how did it make you feel? Annoyed AF. I haven't been, but it's such a violation. <laughs> and then the next one says, honestly, I was shocked that someone impersonated me. Same girl, I was shocked too. And at first I thought it was funny, but then when I saw the content, I was disgusted. The next person said mixed feelings. And I would also like to add, these people are a mix of guys and girls. So it happens to literally anyone. Okay, this is the now very interesting debate or conversation I'd like to have, which is what I was asking earlier. If you don't want to be sexualized by others, don't post sexy photos in the first place. I put that in quotation marks and I said, Thought on, thoughts on the above, you can be honest. And to me, basically what I was trying to get at is, do I have to stop posting sexy bikini photos if I don't want to be sexualized by sickening men out there? And I'm very glad to see responses that says, 
bullshit because okay it makes me feel like a little bit like more normal i'm like okay at least it's not just me because i don't think it's wrong to post like provocative or bikini photos of yourself again people who sexualize you in the wrong way it's something wrong with them it is nothing wrong with you i think that's something that i really would like every person listening to hear there is nothing wrong with you including me there is nothing wrong with me it doesn't mean i'm a bad person those people are bad and fucked up all right so let me read through the responses firstly if you can't stand looking at people loving themselves throw your phone in the trash amen sis if only i could tell that to the horrendous men who left comments on those photos next one it is not my responsibility to censor myself in hopes that others will treat me with respect but it is one's responsibility to not make others feel uncomfortable very true I always think of the story of basically cat x headphones post comment on Snapchat or Twitter. I'm so sorry but I have no idea what the situation is. I've never heard of the story but if anyone has heard of the story if anyone else knows about the situation about basically cat x please leave me a DM like I would love to know what happened and I hope maybe I can reach out to this person and um or in some way comfort this person in one way or another. I'm not sure. I'm really sorry to this person who sent me this response. I'm not sure what this is about. Another guy said absolute bollocks. <laughs> Honestly, it's quite nice seeing guys also stand up for this um and saying how much of bullshit it is because they really don't have to and I appreciate it. I really do. The next person says post whatever you want, post or don't post. Still got people out there to say something. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Now this is where actually wait. Let me read all the other ones in, that is still in that favor. Someone else said this is the most fucked up thing. <laughs> Amen. The next person said, "Why do people need to comment on people's sexy pictures? Anyone can post regardless. Anyone can post anything they want regardless if it's sexy or not." The next person said, "Bull clap shit clap." Like clap as in the emoji. And yes, I agree. It's bullshit. Next person said, "That's bullshit. Judging and sexualizing is a mental thing and it just shows how sick someone is and this is exactly what i was saying as well this it is their problem it is not your problem next one if you feel sexy and want to post post it's your body your social media and if you feel good then go for it personally i wouldn't post anything too revealing but a bikini pic once in a while makes me feel confident and happy as it should queen go off now those are all the people who are sending responses in that favor. I want to go through the responses that actually said in the other favor. Now again, no judgment here. This is just a conversation. I think it's important to also hear other people's side of the story and listen to them as well. All right. So, one of the responses in the other favor is while victim blaming is definitely wrong, being strategic in what one post will do some good. Well, I guess this is insinuating that I have to not me. I'm I'm not saying this is directed at me. Please, I, I'm not attacking you. You're not attacking me. Don't worry. All's good. I'm kind of just like understanding what this is saying. I guess this person is saying that well, I should be more strategic in what I'm posting. But isn't that censoring myself? And isn't that isn't that in a way telling me to cover up so that other people cannot be so sick and vile in their head? Although I understand where you're coming from. Be strategic about what you post. Your account is public. I get it. But that's where the lines are very very blurred with the situation and I myself need help understanding it. Another person said, "Hmm, kind of true as in true that if you don't want to be sexualized, don't post anything sexy." Now another person sent me a DM and I'm first of all 
really appreciate you sending me a DM and uh, being brave enough to obviously show me who you are and send me a DM about this. So this person said, I think it should be more like you can post whatever you want, but you should have considered and accept all consequence that, consequences that occur from it. Now let's talk about this. Consequences. Why do we have to accept consequences that were uncalled for? Again, I'm not attacking you. You're not attacking me. All is good, my friend. I think, first of all, it's a very valid point, what you're saying. This is what I think about it. Now, you guys can agree with it, disagree. Please let me know. We can have a conversation on my Instagram. Now, I think that, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have expected this. But does that mean it's right? And does that mean I should accept these consequences because I should have expected this? I think that's where the line is very blurry. And I would say no, I shouldn't expect any of this. I mean, sorry, I should expect yes, but I shouldn't accept. Ah, so look at that rhyme. Accept and act. Wait, what? No, I mean, I'm confusing myself. Okay, accept, E-X-C-E-P-T. I should expect it, but I should not accept it. A-C-C-E-P-T. I should join a spelling bee or something. Anyway, my point is, this was a very, very scary experience for me that I do not wish anyone, I do not wish upon anyone. Now, after listening to this episode, if you made it through this far, you may think I'm being extremely dramatic. Fine. I can't control what you think. If you're listening to this episode and if you agree with me that that was extremely terrifying and you really, and this has happened to you as well, thank you for understanding. I genuinely, genuinely thank you because the last thing you want when something like this happens to you is for other people to make light of it, other people to to make you feel stupid, dramatic, or any of those things. Um, yeah, I, I really wouldn't wish this on anyone. And I think to kind of like wrap this up, um, be careful is what I'm going to say. Be careful because as much as I am here to empower women and men to be whoever they want to be, post whatever they want, like this person said, there are consequences and consequences that you shouldn't have to accept ACCEPT but we cannot help to prevent them in any way because there are sickos out there in this world so as much as you are taking ownership of your content I'm here for it I will support you but please proceed with caution because the internet is a very very scary place all these talks that we've had in secondary school and primary school growing up about cyberbullying about stalking and harassment like i think at that time you really it's always the like oh, it won't happen to me and then when it does it's freaky so i think the thing that i've learned from this is that am i going to stop posting bikini photos no am i going to be wary that things like this might happen yes am i going to continue to fight it Yes, I will. I will continue to fight it. I will continue to talk about it. And I will continue to bring this horrendous people down. But can I fight every battle in the world? No, I can't. And I'm aware of that. But I'll fight every battle that I can. And mentally capable to do as well. Because this shit took a toll on my mental health. And I was really, really down for quite a while. Which is why I didn't want to make an episode about it right after it happened. And I'm glad I waited. Because I think I was able to have a proper conversation about it. And I hope that those of you who listened all the way... <laughs> Um, thank you. I hope that you got something. Oh my god, my dog again. Hold on. I apologize. That was my lovely dog, Snowy. Anyway, as I was saying, um, I don't know what I was saying. To wrap this up, thank you for listening. Really, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, I really, really appreciate every single one of you. I appreciate every single one of you who listens to this podcast. I appreciate every single one of you who reported that account. And I appreciate every single one of you who validated me and made me feel like I wasn't alone. 
um i hope you got something out of this episode i hope that it helped someone in some way and i'm gonna stop rambling now it's been a long enough episode already i'm gonna go get some ice cream and chill with my girls tonight um i'm glad i got this off my chest i'm glad i had this conversation on my podcast if you ever feel alone if you ever feel scared please please reach out there is no guarantee that i'll be able to fight off the people because this is not that muscular but i can be a listening ear that i am i'd like to say that i'm pretty good at that and um my dms are always open please feel free to reach out to me i'll try and respond and yes please have an amazing week ahead be safe out there kids on the internet please please be safe especially all of you on tiktok oh my god please be safe my friends i will see you all next monday thank you very much bye bye